Jesus at the Table. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, I'm your host, and I'm joined by Pastor Renee Kivit. Welcome, Pastor Renee. Thank you for having me. Yeah, glad to be together <laughs> um, on this Monday, unless it's not Monday for you. We're glad to have you listening anyway. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> so we are in a new series. We sure are, kicking off the new year. Yes. And uh, actually, we're going to follow the next, not seven, it's going to be seven weeks, but we're going to pause for February. February. Which is mission, That's right. Missions Month. That's right. Yeah traditionally celebrate missions month and so um but we're going to be talking about following in jesus footsteps Mm -hmm. and really like uh, we played a little bit with that on sunday in the service but you know what does it look like for us to look like someone else yes um and uh so we look at a few little mini me's Clara and her daughter Melody. Oh my goodness, they've like cloned her somehow. Seriously, they're so, <laughs> Melody's so cute. Not that Clara isn't clearly because well. they're mini me's, but uh, she's little, so you yes. know it's different. But um, and sort of looking at different celebrities and people who look like their parents so ever mm-hmm. so very closely. Oh yeah. The silly ones are the pets. Yes. Oh, those are funny. The pets that look like their owners, or I should say, the owners was, that look like yes. their pets. <laughs> I bet you those owners tried to do that. But oh, I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what does it mean to look more like our Father, our mm-hmm. Heavenly Father? What does it mean to look more like Jesus? And mm-hmm. in order to look more like him, clearly not physically yes. uh, in features, but um, in character, in how he behaved, how he talked, and mm-hmm. how he treated to people. emulate him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so what does that look like? And so we can... What would it what would have looked like for us to physically be disciples with him mm, when he could you imagine that would be that would be pretty I cool. would love to believe that I would just believe everything and everything would be easy yeah except even the people that follow Jesus like we're doing this John reading right now I don't know if you if, if you're yep. with us on this mm-hmm. journey uh, on the U version app mm-hmm. um, as a congregation sort of walking through John and reading a chapter a day and today it was like um, Jesus heals Lazarus and and people are, you know, so in, it's a very emotionally driven story. And yes, he's risen from the dead and, and, and not everyone believes. No. Like they see it, but they don't they believe, believe it. it. Yeah. That's why I would love to say that. Yeah, I would be, I would just believe yeah. everything, but I, I feel like my humanity would get in, get in the way. Yeah. It often <laughs> does. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> and so this series is to walk us through Jesus in the gospels, different stories where he is in places, uh, doing mm-hmm. things, interacting with people. Doing often very human things. Very human yeah. things, yeah. And it, it's as if we're like sort of like on his shoulders, sort of just over his shoulder, yeah. watching what's happening and listening to what he's saying. And, and what can we learn from these sort of very regular everyday things? So mm-hmm. Jesus at the table. Yes. Who doesn't want to start with some food? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> and, you know, it is, it is funny, but Jesus was both fully human and fully divine, mm-hmm. which is kind of a hard concept yes it to is. hold intention but that means he did all the normal human things right so he he ate meals he he slept he used the washroom exactly he, yeah all of these things that mm-hmm. we do every day and he didn't what i what i love sort of about this concept of the table is he didn't waste an opportunity mm-hmm. yeah he capitalized on uh, all of those things yeah yeah it's sometimes we can we can think our everyday mundane things are not important mm-hmm um, as a young mom, when I was home all day with little people who needed a lot of attention and just doing the jobs that needed to happen felt yeah, not remotely spiritual. 
Yeah. Or, or like I was, you know, being successful or winning, you know, winning any, went over to anything, but. Mm-hmm. Well, you're getting through, right? You're just getting yeah, you through just the day like sometimes. Through, and yeah. yet Jesus used all the sort of normal everyday getting through things. Mm-hmm. When he walked down the road, he used that time mm-hmm. valuably to talk to people. When he sat down and ate at meals, he, it was who he was meeting with. It was what they were talking about. Yeah. Um, he just used each one of those moments. And so I love, there's lots of stories. Luke has 10. I mean, the gospels has some of them repeat and then some of them have Mm -hmm. um, others. So, uh, just lots of different opportunities to see what it would have been like to sit with Jesus at the table. Yeah. And some of his, you know, some of it, it was his guests that often were, um, the lightning bolts. Mm, Sometimes it was the conversation. Yep. But often it was who he chose to sit with. That was, you mean that was shocking? Yeah. And, and that made people grumble about and talk Ah. behind his back and like, you know, wonder. Um, and you know, if you think about having people into your home, um, you know, who do you have in your home? You know, people you're comfortable with. Yep. Friends. Friends. Relatives. Right. But, but not really, you know, just somebody you meet on the street. Hey, come into my home. Cause our home is like a safe yeah. sort of secure place mm-hmm. having people for a meal sitting shoulder to shoulder that's kind of an intimate thing yes. right oh yeah it's not just with anyone you just randomly meet now jesus wasn't just anyone we randomly meet but <laughs> he had a way of showing us and teaching us mm-hmm. um that that time can be valuable um it's something we have to do every day anyways yeah. and so what can we learn you know different lessons we can learn about him with him uh, around the table. And we, we looked at a couple. You can't look at all of them in one message, yeah. clearly. Um, or we would have been here all day and nobody <laughs> wants that. Um, but, you know, the two different stories that we looked at were Jesus had um, Matthew, Levi, who mm-hmm. becomes called Matthew. He's He is a tax collector, but Jesus calls him to be one of his disciples and he comes mm-hmm. and follows him. And then he his relationship with Jesus is obviously growing and he's excited. He wants to share that relationship. And so what does he do? He invites all his tax collector friends yeah. to sit down with Jesus. He throws like a banquet, like a party. Yeah. And um, I just see that as this way to, yeah, these are his friends. These are his people, but he wants to introduce Jesus to them and mm-hmm. come just sit around, like come sit at a table with us and like, yeah. just come and meet Jesus. Yeah. Like, let's just let's talk just together. Hang out. Yeah. Right. Hmm. And, um, you know, there's not a big sermon given. There's not a big, a big call, but but it's just relationship mm-hmm. and it's friendship. Yeah. Um, and really, I think many people who come to know Jesus, that's what it's from. Yeah. It's just from sitting everyday yeah. conversations. Mm-hmm. Wow. Having mm-hmm. a relationship, come sit down and and meet with us, and and uh, I I just think that is a beautiful way that Jesus shows us as an example. You know how to how to meet people, how to impact their lives just with very everyday, ordinary things. Mm -hmm. And yet in that very everyday, ordinary thing in this celebration banquet that Matthew is putting on because he loves Jesus and he's so excited. He wants everyone to meet him. Who is complaining? Who is, you know, who is not satisfied that Jesus is sitting down with quote sinners Mm -hmm. and tax collectors? And who is it? It's the, it's the religious people. Mm -hmm. It's the Pharisees. It's the teachers of the law. And they, you know, they're just, they're grumbling, like, why, why are you eating with sinners? Why are you eating with, you know, tax collectors? And these people are, you know, the unrespectable. Yeah. Is that a word? Unrespectable? Not respectable people. Disreputable. Yeah. <laughs> people. And, and in fact, really, tax collectors were like hated people. Yeah. 
they were, were slimy, right? Yeah, they, they were, really were traders. Yeah, they yeah. traded off their own people, like to 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 make money off them and and uh, worked for the Romans. Like they were some of the most lowest of the low. Yeah. And here is Jesus, like sitting down and eating, and it's like, why would you waste your time on these people? That mm-hmm. no one likes them. They're sinners. They're just nasty. Like they're unredeemable. They're, yeah. 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 And hmm. so. What a beautiful example to us of who <laughs> who Jesus sits with. Yeah. And then he, you know, he he rarely gave long sermonizing, which in the next story, I, I, you know, in my mind, I, he should have given. He just, <laughs> he makes statements that are powerful and he asks questions. Mm-hmm. And so in this story, he, you know, it's, like, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Mm-hmm. Who, do, who, does, who does Jesus need to sit with? Um, those who are still sinners because he's trying to draw yeah. them to himself. Um, and so we, you and I were once in that place where yeah. we didn't know Jesus. We weren't sitting around the table with him. Yep. Um, and so then we came to a point in our life, both young, yes. um, mm-hmm. but made that decision to follow Jesus. And, and, uh, you know, we don't need him to save us now right? because we have been saved, but we do need him to teach us yes. and to walk with us. Lead us, yeah. Exactly. And so that we can look more like him. So um, here is Jesus at the table. And, and the other story around the table, now he's with the respectable people. Oh, okay. So yeah. this is perfect, right? So, you, yeah. you, you know, he does sit with the, un, the the lowest of the lows and he sits with the highest of the highs in their, yep. in their own minds, <laughs> the highest of their own <laughs> minds. And he does something... Not questionable, but he does something that he knows that's going to get a rise mm. out of them. Yeah. So he heals on the Sabbath. He heals ah, a man. So, so it's a man. like doing work on Sunday. Yeah. And, and which the would get against the law, against Jewish laws. Um, and so here he is. This man, you know, has a swelling. And, and um, he doesn't preach after or against the Pharisees and experts of the law, which humanly, I, I, you kind of stick your <laughs> finger up and now listen here and let me just tell yeah. you this. He asks them a couple questions and they can't even answer him. And I, I got to thinking like when I'm bad about something, I want to make a point. Like I use a lot of words mm-hmm. oh, to yeah. tell someone. Yeah. Right. Go on and on. Not you. I mean like. Well, no. Yes. I go on and on. Don't worry. Me as well. Ask ask my children. (laughs) And uh, poor. uh, Anyways. And so he asks a couple questions, you know, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? Mm -hmm. Like, is it? And, but no one answers them. No one answers him. So they're silent. All these experts in the law. He's asking them law questions, Mm -hmm. but they can't answer him. And uh, so he asks the question, then he heals the man. And then he, he, then he says to them, you know, if one of you has a child mm. or an oxen and they fall into a well on the Sabbath, will you not pull them out? Like, will you not help them? Yeah. And again, they're silent. And this was when he's at the supper table. He's at the Pharisee's house. He was mm-hmm. invited uh, to sit with them. And uh, man, you... <laughs> Some people are good at asking really sort of hard questions yes. that p- cause you to think and ponder. In my hunch is these questions did way more than a 10-minute sermon. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right? Because they were a simple kind of mm-hmm. one-liner, if you mm-hmm. will, that just mm-hmm. sticks with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And, so he, <laughs> yeah. and so here's Jesus again, like just sitting around the table doing your average normal thing. And you know what? Yep. If you think about your supper table, like, you know, it can be... There can be great meals where everyone's laughing and there's silly yeah. and everyone loved what you made and so it's all good. <laughs> and then there's other times where mealtime is, it can be tense. 
Oh, yeah. There could be hard conversations. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, that could be with extended family. It could mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you think Christmas, Thanksgiving, like sort of the big meals you're having around the table. Yes. Not always. No, not always. Not always uh, easy. Pleasant, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it just got me thinking, you know, how we use, how we use a sort of uh, this time um, sitting with people we love, sitting with people we care about, but who should we be inviting into that time? Mm. I think by the time I was sort of done reading all of these stories, and so Jesus does all sorts of things around meals. He he miraculously feeds five thousand people yeah. at a meal. Um, he <clears throat> he has an unexpected guest show up at a meal that he's at. Um, the woman in town who was a prostitute, and she mm-hmm. um, that's when she brings the perfume and washes their feet. Yes. And even his very first miracle was at a, a wedding. Yes, right? absolutely yeah. at the at the Where wedding. Where he turned feast. water into wine. Exactly, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. and so he. The meal time, which was culturally very important, hospitality, mm-hmm. hosting people. Um, my sister lives in the Middle East, and she's like, "You, the amount of food you make, that the the hosting is the most important thing, huh. because it shows people that you love and care for them." Yes. And so Jesus takes these times that are very important culturally, and makes them just by a thousand more important because mm-hmm. of his presence and the things that he teaches and the way that he treats people, yeah. um, the way he makes people feel valuable. Mm. And so I just, I've been just pondering now, you know, who, who do we invite in? Uh, you know, when we were younger, you no, know, I don't know if my mom listens to this podcast, but she when we does were young, now. I hope, <laughs> I hope not. If someone was coming over, yeah, it was like, you cleaned the house from top to bottom. Oh, someone yeah. was coming Sunday, like Same. Sunday lunch, Sunday supper, right? was like big meal. Yeah. Often roast beef. Like it was a we big deal. We always went to my granny's and yeah, roast beef, same thing. She what? had us all yeah. over after church. Now my granny, of course, attended here and we attended in right. Welland mm-hmm. and we would drive mm-hmm. out to Wayne Fleet and all my cousins and... Big family time. Tables in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you prepped for that. Like oh, surely yes. she was the day before oh, or the day yeah. before making stuff, getting pies ready. Mm-hmm. Did she, was she a pie lady? Oh yeah. Oh, always the pies. And so you did all yes. this preparation work. Why? Because you were expecting company. Right. And what was so important about that company? Right? It was closeness. It was family. Like you have memories of being with cousins and relatives, right? Um, And so I'm just, you know, the mealtime, it doesn't have to be fancy, Mm -mm. but the, what happens around the table is so important in terms of relationship, in terms of uh, building relationships, but uh, helping people feel valued, valued, Mm -hmm. listening to people. I find that um, even our family, mm-hmm. you know, we come home from work, school, whatever right. we're up to, and we generally eat dinner together every now and again. Mm-hmm. Someone will be, you know, absent sure. for whatever reason. Yeah. But um, yeah, when we sit down, I find that's when we talk the most because, yeah. you know, after school, my kids need a few minutes to mm-hmm. to not do anything they need some like a yeah. little bit of chill time. everyone needs a break everyone, everyone needs a little break <laughs> and little then snack. you know we yeah. reconvene for mm-hmm. dinner mm-hmm. and yeah that's when we hear about their day because yeah. you know yeah often if you try and ask someone the minute they walk in the door or you right. know they're not like, ready whoa mm-hmm. and then you sit mm-hmm. down and that's when you have a good it's a it's an mm-hmm. important time to yeah. sit around the table as families mm-hmm and then the next step for me was, yeah, we're doing this as a family, which is beautiful and I think really positive and healthy for families. Mm-hmm. But then who are we bringing into that time? Mm-hmm. You know, as Jesus cared for people around the table, like who are we caring for and listening to and mm-hmm. showing value to as we invite them into really 
our intimate home, like into yeah. our homes, which is kind into of private, space. like yeah. into your space and share that with people. Um, I just think there's lots of lessons to be learned in there yeah. um, about bringing people in and not, it doesn't have to be the respectable people, right? <laughs> like it doesn't have to be just the yeah. important people, whoever that is, you know, to value people like Jesus valued them to sit with them. And he didn't just sit with the sinners. He sat with people who he knew would be oppositional, mm. which I would probably Ooh. avoid. Yeah. Like, I was going to say that. I, I don't, and yet, don't love conflict. <laughs> no, I don't either. And yet the importance of gathering and talking about hard mm-hmm. things. I mean, yeah. you have to do that in family. Yes. You have to talk about hard things. Mm-hmm. And so to sit around, um, I don't know. And sort of just being mindful of the table being mindful of Jesus um, mm-hmm. how he talked to people how he treated people I mean I only use two examples but there's tons more um, that we can look at and and just trying to be more intentional about things that we're already doing mm-hmm. so you don't have to Sunday morning service you know people are getting up and getting dressed and coming here this is like you have three meals a day probably yeah. or, or at least at the very least one big supper together yes. we don't eat breakfast or lunch together obviously yeah, we're not we home don't. but you have this meal time every day mm-hmm. blocked out um and so how we how can we use that more mm-hmm. just more intentionally i think mm-hmm. yeah. and even if you're at work like the you know mm. i think about conversations that happen around a lunchroom table maybe at yeah. work that mm-hmm. is seems to me i you know oh i hadn't goodness. really ever Absolutely. thought of that as such a great uh, opportunity for you know and it's funny because i was just thinking that when I started working here, mm-hmm. it was a very, very part-time, and I did yeah. most of it from home, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but I always came in Tuesday afternoon, and I used to come a little early before yeah. I started, and <laughs> I would pack up lunch. my little lunch, and I would eat because yeah. I was, uh, my kids were in school, and mm-hmm. I was alone during mm-hmm. the week, and I didn't like to eat alone, right. so I would yeah. come for lunch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes the conversation around our staff room table is just silly or random, oh, yeah. or have you heard, have you seen this recipe, or have you whatever, yeah. and sometimes it's sharing about things that have gone on in our day or in our yep. life or in our families and it's just so valuable to mm-hmm. listen to one another and spend that time together and yeah to be purposeful yeah mm-hmm. wow yeah. that's uh hmm. interesting I, I love that <laughs> I love that perspective of taking ordinary things that we are already doing and yeah you know capitalizing it, yeah guess, maybe that's or a good, yeah, you know yeah. um making the most of yeah absolutely making the most of it because yeah. you know and jesus was only here for how long 30 some odd years 33 they would yeah say. and he only preached for the last few so yeah it was only sort of yeah it's amazing how what he accomplished in a short time but he yeah. did it, all of his normal things walking down the road talking to people mm-hmm. um eating together yeah wow yeah. that's fantastic <laughs> thank you renee that is uh that was a great message a lot to um consider mm-hmm So, um, what are we looking forward to next week? Uh, next week. <laughs> oh, I put you on the spot. That's okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's I'll tell you be what's in great... two weeks. <laughs> Pastor Trevor is speaking next week, okay. and I don't have his memorized. That's <laughs> Sorry, terrible. Renee. That's okay. That's oh, okay. boy. Well, come next Sunday for a surprise message from Pastor Trevor. And um, if you want to get in touch with Renee, you can reach her at Renee at WayneFleetBIC.com. And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thank you for listening in today. And we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye.